Hello everyone, and welcome to All Around Sports. I'm your host, Ethan Diamond, and today we're going to be talking about the NFL free agency and all the new deals that have been happening around the league. Tons of new deals all across the league, from Tampa Bay to Buffalo to Los Angeles. We're going to grade those signings and trades from A to F and discuss which teams came off better or worse from this offseason so far. Let's start off in Tampa Bay where Tom Brady is leaving Bill Belichick to join the Buccaneers, a team who hasn't won a playoff game in over 17 years. But let's be honest here, how many people really thought he was going to leave New England? Myself included, by the way. We all fantasized him leaving the Patriots, jumpstart the Raiders in Las Vegas, or going to sunny California to start for the Chargers, but no one really thought he was going to leave. Until he did. The man who played 20 seasons in New England, engineered 45 game-winning drives, and won six Super Bowls there, is finally gone. It's a shame this was his final pass as a New England Patriot. Yes, I mean, it's, we'll never see this run again, Jim. Brady's pass is intercepted and returned for a touchdown by Logan Ryan, the former Patriots. I might be a Giants fan, but I 100% agree he's the greatest football player who ever stepped foot on a field. This deal has to obviously rate an A for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They locked down a franchise quarterback, a, mu- a much higher upgrade than Jameis Winston, who threw 30 interceptions last season, and this might just make the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a Super Bowl contender with weapons for Brady like Godwin and Mike Evans, people who he's never been able to throw to before. For the Patriots, though, I think letting letting him walk was the wrong decision. Now it's Belichick's time to prove that he can do that he can be a great coach without Tom Brady behind him. And to be honest, I don't think he can. Brady was the glue that held that team together. And now what are they going to do at quarterback? They have no quarterback. Their defense is still strong, but they really have no receiving weapons after Gronkowski retired. I mean, Jarrett Stidham, their backup quarterback. Maybe Belichick can groom him to be another great one. But I really don't think they're going to be as good this year. They might not even win the division after Buffalo traded for Stefan Diggs to get some weapons for uh, Josh Allen. And speaking of weapons, the amount of weapons that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have in the passing game was a huge reason Tom Brady decided to join them. But the Bucs are going to need more than just Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, Cameron Brait. They're going to need a stronger offensive line, maybe a running back, and a definitely improved defense to contend for the Super Bowl next season. I think that uh, another reason that Tom Brady might have wanted to go to Tampa Bay was because their new head coach, Bruce Arians. He's definitely a passing first guy, and I think that's another reason why Tom Brady wants to go there with like a lower rushing attack than a league average. But let's bring this conversation over to the other side of this deal, the New England Patriots. They lost Tom Brady, and what are they going to do at quarterback? Here's what I think. Jameis Winston, a guy still on the market, he was previously on Tampa Bay. He's had a so-so season. He led the league in passing yards this year with over 5,000, but also with the first 30 touchdown, 30 interception season in NFL history. So he's a little shaky. And a lot of those ticks came, came late in games in the fourth quarter and such. I think if he goes to New England, Belichick could turn him into a totally different guy. I think that would be the ideal scenario for New England there. Maybe start a rebuild. I really don't think they have enough to contend for the Super Bowl now with like Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes in the league like that. I'm going to be honest. I really thought Tom Brady was going to be those guys who stuck with it one team his entire career, but I guess I was wrong. Another huge deal that took place this offseason took place between the Houston Texans and the Arizona Cardinals. 
DeAndre Hopkins, the Houston Texans franchise icon, was shipped off to Arizona for David Johnson and two late draft picks. This deal is obviously terrible for the Houston Texans. They're a playoff contending team who should struggle with Watson not having a top target to go to on an every game basis. Hopkins was a three-time All-Pro, a four-time Pro Bowler in Houston. He had around 12,000 yards, and that was that was a down year last season for him. He was a huge he was a huge key player on a team that had a 21-point lead on the Kansas City Chiefs, the eventual Super Bowl champs in the second round of the playoffs. So obviously, Houston is losing a huge player in that deal and not really getting much back. They only got a second-round draft pick and a fourth-round draft pick and running back David Johnson in exchange. And they have solid running backs, too, with players like Duke Johnson and Lamar Miller on their team. But here's what I'm wondering. Why would the Texans do a deal like that? Perhaps they wanted to get a salary dump. In 2017, DeAndre Hopkins signed a five-year, $81 million deal with the team. He said... He wanted to stay in Houston for his entire career. And I don't think the Texans got enough picks back in the trade. They only got David Johnson, a so-so running back, a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick. And they gave away a late draft pick, too. They could be looking for another running back, but David Johnson is a so-so guy. His, his job was stolen by Chase Edmonds last season after only one game. And I really don't think this is a great, this is a terrible deal for Houston. The fan base is obviously upset, but the Cardinals should be celebrating right now. This deal rates an F for the Texans, but an A for the Cardinals. Reigning Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kyler Murray, is now going to have a top target to pass to, and with a better offensive line, he could be in line for a breakout season. Honestly, this deal was so bad for the Houston Texans, some fans of them created a petition to fire Bill O'Brien and now has over 20,000 signatures on change.org. I mean, that just shows you how bad of a deal this is for Bill O'Brien and the Texans organization, and I think this takes them out of Super Bowl contention. It's going to be an F for the Texans and an easy A for the Cardinals for improving their offense by a lot. When we get back, we're going to talk more about these other deals like Stefan Diggs and players like that who can make a huge impact in next season. I'm Ethan Diamond and we'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Ethan Diamond here on All Around Sports, and we're going to move on to the AFC East for another blockbuster deal. Stefan Diggs was traded to the Buffalo Bills in exchange for picks back to the Minnesota Vikings. The official deal was Stefan Diggs in a seventh-round draft pick to the Buffalo Bills and a first, fourth, fifth, and sixth-round pick to the Minnesota Vikings. In my opinion, this is a great deal for both sides. Josh Allen gets his top wide receiver and target and Stephon Diggs to pair with him and Devin Singletary on the Bills offense. And the Vikings get a ton of draft picks to help start re- to help rebuilding their organization. And they still have Adam Thielen out wide, don't forget. Two years ago, Diggs signed a contract extension to keep him in a Vikings uniform until the 2023 season. He will now most likely be finishing those years in a Bills uniform after he reportedly said he wanted out of Minnesota on Twitter. Over five seasons there, he had a total of 30 touchdowns and over 4,500 receiving yards. Diggs, perhaps best known for his role in the Minneapolis Miracle, will be a clear number one receiver in Buffalo in front of guys like speedster John Brown, Cole Beasley, and Andre Roberts. To be honest, this is a win-win deal for both the Vikings and the Bills. Buffalo got their downfield receiving threat. No player in the NFL had a higher catch rate on passes over 20 yards than Diggs, according to Next Gen Stats and Minnesota got some desperately needed draft picks in return. 
Overall, this deal is a B for both sides, in my opinion. And I really wouldn't be shocked if the Bills become the new kings of the AFC East without Tom Brady to shred their defensive part. In addition to all these deals, two high-end running backs were already cut from their teams, and one of them already signed with a new one. Todd Gurley, a player who recently got a huge contract extension in 2018, has already signed a deal with the Atlanta Falcons after being cut from the Los Angeles Rams. Devonta Freeman, the Falcons' previous running back, has been cut and is still looking for a place to play next season. This is obviously big for the Falcons. Gurley is a big upgrade over Devonta Freeman and will be a big plus for a rushing attack that was ranked 30th in the league last year. However, this is a huge loss for the Los Angeles Rams organization as they dished out a huge amount of money to Todd Gurley after his breakout season in 2017 and it's not looking smart. He had a great year in 2018, but after an injury, C.J. Anderson took over, and the offense was just as fine without him, and Gurley didn't really have a productive 2019, so he was cut immediately, along with fellow linebacker Clay Matthews. In 2018, Todd Gurley signed a massive four-year, $57 million contract following his breakout season in 2017. He was going as high as number one in fantasy football drafts across the nation, and lived up to the height until an injury derailed his season, and he lost his starting job to C.J. Anderson. Of course, he got it back in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, but the Rams only mustered three points in a slugfest that they eventually lost. This is an obvious salary cut for Los Angeles, who will now be looking for a new running back to complement Sean McVay and Jared Goff. In 2018, Todd Gurley signed a massive four-year, $57 million contract following his breakout season in 2017. He was going as high as number one in fantasy football drafts across the nation and lived up to the height until an injury derailed his season, and he lost his starting job to C.J. Anderson. Of course, he got it back in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, but the Rams only mustered three points in a slugfest that they eventually lost. This is an obvious salary cut for Los Angeles, who will now be looking for a new running back to complement Sean McVay and Jared Goff. There were also tons of big deals on the defensive side of the ball. Byron Jones left the Cowboys to join the lowly Miami Dolphins, and Chris Harris wanted out of Denver, so he joined the rival Chargers. This is huge for Los Angeles because they get a defensive back to complement Derwin James and help lock down Patrick Mahomes twice a year. Another defensive player that has not been signed yet is Jadavian Clowney. The Seahawks have refused to offer him a deal, but they're holding could be holding out and might offer one offer him one soon. He's one of the top free agents out there, so I wouldn't be surprised if he signs very soon, perhaps in the next two days. One thing that has surprised me, though, however, so far in the free agency is that a lot of the lower teams have made a huge splash, but a lot of the higher teams up really haven't. The Tennessee Titans, aside from giving Ryan Tannehill a big extension, haven't done much. Neither have the Kansas City Chiefs. The, the New England Patriots lost a lot, and so have the San Francisco 49ers, but teams like the Miami Dolphins have made huge splashes in free agency and have been looking to upgrade their lineups a lot more. In addition to all of this, the New Orleans Saints signed Drew Brees to a two-year, $50 million extension, and with confidence in Taysom Hill as their backup, they let they let backup Teddy Bridgewater leave and go join the Carolina Panthers on a three-year deal. He's replacing Cam Newton as their new starter under Matt Rule, and he will help complement Christian McCaffrey on their offensive side of the ball. All in all, tons of new deals all across the league in a free agency unlike anything we've seen in a very long time. I'm Ethan Diamond, and stay tuned for episode two here on All Around Sports.